Welcome back. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, episode number 154. And you, you might you might hear in my voice a little bit of excitement, uh, but that it's it's I'm not excited. In fact, I'm a little crestfallen. I'm not in the greatest of moods today. And it's because I am reminded of the fact that for the first time in a number of years, in the last number of uh, presidential election years, I will not be attending the the national conventions of either of the major parties as they nominate their candidates. What am I talking about? Well, uh, I've been pretty lucky over the past number of years. Uh, When I was working in Washington, D.C., I had the opportunity to travel to Cleveland and uh, participate in the RNC convention there. It was a wonderful experience. Uh, I learned a lot. I met a lot of cool people. I saw a lot of cool sights. Uh, And then if you go back even further in time, 2012, that's when I was working with Doug Wright. And remember, he and I uh, went on this whirlwind tour where we were trace, uh, chasing presidential candidates all around the country. Uh, we spent some time in Tampa, Florida for the Republican convention there. And then uh, we traveled further north and even attended the Democrats convention. And it was a wonderful experience. And I will remember it forever. They're, really, they're pretty cool journal entries of mine <laughs> as I from time to time go back and read them. Uh, I learned a lot. As I said, I met a lot of fascinating uh, and brilliant people and had a, a generally good time. Well, this year, it's the era of the coronavirus. And that means that uh, all the people like me in media and in politics, uh, we're having to change our plans. And I've been putting off a conversation with the bosses about this uh, until just last week. And finally, I said point blank, I said, hey, uh, uh, we're we're not going to the conventions, are we? And the big bosses said, no, no, Lee, I'm sorry, we're not. There are, though, a lucky few who will be in attendance, specifically uh, traveling to North Carolina to participate in uh, the very important work which must be done uh, regardless of the pandemic situation. Uh, One of those individuals from Utah, National Committeeman Bruce Huff, joins me now. Sir, how are you? Doing well. I thought you were going to segue right to me when you said interesting and brilliant. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. And then (laughs) then you kept talking, so I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I apologize. You're right. That was the right segue. Uh, and now, folks, uh, for an interesting and brilliant uh, uh, man here uh, is Bruce Huff to tell us all about what's happening in the RNC convention. people that you met at conventions, right? Exactly right. Uh, okay, so we know now that Florida's off. Nothing's happening down there in Florida. Uh, we're back up in North Carolina. What, what will happen there? So North Carolina was actually never off. It's always been the place that contractually uh, and sort of statutorily the way things were set up, that we needed to um, nominate the president. So we were always going to North Carolina, even with the Jacksonville sort of celebration portion of the convention uh, being planned afterwards, because at at the time, uh, Florida was looking much healthier and North Carolina's governor was being very uncooperative. And we just said, look, you know, we need to maybe split this up. But what's really happening is uh, we have basic business we have to do that, that according to the party's rules, that uh, uh, require us to meet. And when I say meet, we only have to, the only people who have to meet are the uh, members of the credentials committee, uh, which is two people from each delegation, uh, the, the chairman of the delegation who will carry the proxies, of the uh, other delegates from the state and the national committee man, national committee woman, and the state chairman. 
So there's only six people from each state and each territory of the United States that will actually be attending the convention, the official convention. And and, and in fact, it, there's only going to be 336 people show up. They're not even. There's no staff being invited. There's. It's going to be uh, very simple, very uh, circumspect in terms of getting the business done and and, uh, making it happen. And all the pomp and circumstance will have to wait for another day. How does that make you feel? You you are someone who has witnessed uh, these types of conventions in full form. Uh, In terms of like nostalgia and history, how does that make you feel this year? Well, it's really interesting. It is. uh, First of all, I will just say that this will be a year that we will consider an historic year. Uh, it's historic because I, there has never been a time since political uh, conventions have been established that it hasn't been a full out, you know, lots of people showing up, lots of media. Uh, and I'm talking about clear back to, you know, the 1800s. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, this is political conventions are where people gather to get the business of the party done. And so it is uh, historic. And so I, I'm going to think of it, first of all, as wow, what an historic moment in time that I'm going to be a part of. So I I am grateful for the opportunity to be a part of something so historic. Uh, On the other hand, I've been going to conventions since 1980. Uh, Before I was even ever a delegate, I was... I've read about 1980. I I hear it was nice. I was was actually the first guy to transmit a national convention via satellite to television stations. And we did it in New York City, and we did it in Detroit. And it was uh, a phenomenal experience. And I did it again uh, four years later. And then four years later, I did it also as a purveyor of satellite communications, but also as a delegate for the first time in 1988. And I've been to every convention but two. I didn't go to New York and Philadelphia. uh, But every other convention since then, I've been there as a delegate uh, uh, and and even as an officer of the conventions uh, on a couple of occasions as well as Sergeant of Arms. Outstanding. Well, uh, I wish you the best. Uh, you, you, there, do you know what the precautions will be? Are you having to social distance and mask and all yeah, that, or is that still getting hashed be, out? I, I actually sent a note to a friend of mine from Mississippi who's on the con- uh, committee with me. I said, just watch for me. I'll be in the full hazmat suit. Um, <laughs> but, you know, look, we've got – we're going to do – we're going to comply with yeah. the local uh, regulations, uh, what they want us to do. If it means that we have to wear a mask uh, all the time, we will do that. If it, I, we know that we're going to be having masks and and sanitizer and all those things available to us. Uh, certainly, we'll be bringing our own because we just all become accustomed to doing that now. Right. And uh, you know, it's just it's great to to be also part of a you know our delegation. We'll include, of course, our our great chairman uh, Derek Brown here in the state of uh, Utah, who who. You know, gets confused many times with my son Derek Huff. You know, they they look so much alike. Yeah. Um, and similar dancing ability, is that correct as well? Uh, I, I think so. <laughs> he has dancing a lot uh, during this time with, with all the changes. And uh, of course, Anne Marie uh, Lampropoulos is our national committee woman uh, who will be going. Uh, Mike Lee uh, our, is our uh, our chairman of the delegation, and then we'll have two members. 
that will serve on the credentials committee as well uh, if they decide to go. If they don't, then we'll carry their proxies and do it. But in the meantime, those are the six that will be, uh, you know, scheduled to go to the convention in, uh, in North Carolina. Well, I envy you, sir, and thank you for thank you for shifting my attitude on this. This year is, in fact, a historic one, and it will be uh, a unique note uh, in time and in history as we look back on this year. Uh, history is being made; uh, tradition is not being ignored. So, thank you for that, and thank you for your and service we'll keep, as a we'll committee. Keep you informed of all of the the drama that's going to be occurring. <laughs> you know, all of Great. the unknown. But what possibly could you know happen? <laughs> unknown. Yeah. Uh, we we have a candidate, and we have a job to do to nominate him, and, and we'll do it and uh, we'll take care of some other RNC business while we're there uh, because there is some other actual business that we conduct at this uh, meeting as well. So that uh, that will be it and we look forward to having further conversations with you on it. That'd be wonderful. Bruce Hoff, thank you so much. Thank you, Lee. All right, quick break. We're going to come back uh, after the commercial here, and I'm going to share with you a conversation which took place. You heard Bruce Huff make mention of Senator Mike Lee. Well, uh, Mike Lee is a busy man these days. He, just the other day, had a conversation with the founder of Black Lives Matter Utah. It's fascinating. I never would have expected to see the two of them appearing on television together, going back and forth the way they did. I will share you every word they exchange next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.